What's up, world? It's your boy. Sway. Sway. MTV News. After two weeks of non-action, MLS is... And KLR is... For phase two, episode 99 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, um, world-class interviewer, probing uh, former top-level FCC employees for glorious tales of yore. <laughs> Joining me today, remotely from the West Coast, Lee, it's the indoor instigator, Zach. Good day. Good day, indeed. Also joining us from the shadows of the Frisch's mainliner, it's Mr. Steal Your Sister, Nick from Soccer. Salutations. God bless. Today we will dissect like a frog in high school. Guys, did you ever dissect a frog in high school? Uh, the 0 0 thrashing, thrashing of DC thrashing. United. It'll be the FCC. Switching it up in lieu of headlines. Nick's real excited about this. We'll have. They made a movie about. It's headline esque, and you'll get the idea pretty quickly. Nick, you said you've been working on your headline since before the game even started. Are you excited to push them out? Into the world. We get a real treat for our listeners, I can assure you. They are <laughs> primo. I mean, you might want to just fast forward to that that segment right now, folks. They already were. We'll pick our FCC Man! of the week. Then, with a bevy of moves, we have no 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 choice but to bring back. Are you in or are you out? Kevin was on site Friday night. How it inform is 60 seconds this week? Well, you'll just have to listen to find out. It's a brand new... Kevin's Hope can't explain. After that, it's the debut of a brand new segment. Looking back at the quirky online week that was for FCC, MLS, and beyond, it's Joseph Mamey, 3DEF himself with The Meme Police. The Meme Police! And it's with Joseph Mamey! Then we'll bring it home with a two-hour potpourri. Zach, you said you got a real long story. You want to give us your your history of your time in bands from junior <laughs> high, high school to uh, junior college to graduate school. Should we start now and then cycle back to it in potpourri, or should we get into the FCC-ness of this podcast? Let's hop into that recap. Oh, baby. But folks, first, <laughs> not that fast. <laughs> If you aren't paying attention to KLR Twitter, and why aren't you? The Jimmy McLaughlin portrait. Do you guys say Jimmy McLaughlin or McLaughlin? I feel like I'm just catching myself. I don't know if anybody else says clock. I say McLaughlin. I say say McLaughlin too, because I I have family members uh, in my tree. I'll maybe just break this down for you a little bit. Zach doesn't have anything to do later. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 related to the O'Laughlins. And Ooh. when I went to Ireland, they said that it's actually O'Loughlin. So it's Jimmy McLaughlin to me. Mm, almost got a stoning for that, didn't you? They're big <laughs> into the stonings and stones, I think. General general rule of thumb in general, though, if, if Nick pronounces a name one way, you should probably say it the other. That oh. hurts, but it is true. <laughs> also, speaking of hurts, but it's true, Zach, did you see our dear friend from Full House, Lori Lachlan, is going to jail? Yeah, she's going to serve a long two, mo- two months. I really just wanted to say Lachlan for Laughlin. Yeah, uh, but the, gym- bi- the, big house, the big house is going to be pretty full, huh? <laughs> Did you watch the uh, sentencing? Because the judge reminded me of KLR. 
He was like, I'm sorry, we're, but we're going to be McLaughlin you up. <laughs> <laughs> Headlines. From the Courthouse Tribune. Nope, but I tell you, I didn't watch that, but I watched the Golden State Killer uh, sentencing and uh, all the witness statements. If you know anything about the Golden State Killer, also called the East Area Rapist, or also original called Night the, Stalker. Origi- the original Night Stalker, one of the defining traits of him, or one of his def- defining uh, physical features through all the rapes that was reported over the years was he has a micropenis. And so, like, half of the, the victim statements... All ended with where they were saying stuff like, uh, "Yeah, you know, you've you've left a deep psychological scar in our family, and uh, it's going to take a lot of time to heal. And this is the beginning of our healing. And uh, we're going to be home safe with our family tonight, and you're going to be locked away with your micro penis." <laughs> is that true? Yes, I swear. Like, like seriously, like three quarters. No, actually, I'm going up. About half the statements all all uh, made sure that they they point out the fact that he had a micro penis. So. Uh, did you watch the HBO show? It was pretty good. Yeah, I was looking for some some scenes with that penis, but didn't see anything. <laughs> uh, wow, we're really getting... <laughs> Folks! Saturday night. <laughs> McLaughlin. It's Saturday this time, guys, so you know things are loose. Jimmy McLaughlin portrait rap was currently <laughs> in full swing. Oh, uh, we got a decent amount of entries, but just three dollars will get you a chance at this one of a kind eleven by fourteen inch portrait of the ultimate FCC hustle machine. You have until noon Wednesday to enter Venmo Cash, Cash App, or PayPal. Zach, I told mom about this, and she said, "Is it just a raffle for yourself?" I said, "Yeah, can it not be? Can you do a raffle that's not for charity?" I didn't know is is a non charity raffle frowned upon. <laughs> That's no? a question. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, it's out there. So for the details, check out KLR Twitter or for the usernames to send your lots of money to. Going to draw live Wednesday afternoon or evening and ship it out at no further cost ASAP. So do it. Nick, that portrait, a lot of chin hair. Jimmy liked it. Did you see that? That's I did. I love. saw that. He, uh, he, he commented. So, you know, big deal. Big deal. It's, it's a pretty big deal. Also, don't worry. Just entering gives you a six-month pass into the... John Marks, John Marks, John Marks. Uh, Zach, Saturday night, you said you want this baby to go all night. How excited are you? KLR Saturday. They just got a special vibe to him, don't they? It does. It's like nothing I've ever felt before. Absolutely not. Speaking of nothing we ever felt before, I interviewed Liz Summers. Nick, did you listen to the interview? KLR, we're feeling legit before we quit. Yeah, as I mentioned before, when she brought up the fact that your uh, True Crew video landed on the radar of the crew and the MLS's legals team, um, I thought that that was some type of small victory. So very, very happy for you. <laughs> that is my one takeaway from the interview. I mean, it was a good interview, but that really, I slept a little bit better that night knowing that MLS was upset about the video and that that micro penis is locked up <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of his days. But <laughs> by the looks of him, that guy's will be dead in a couple months. <laughs> Let's be real. Now for our lucrative. Oh, that's not what I wrote. <laughs> no time for lucrative bank sponsors this week. Let's get into the recap. recap. Oh, baby. FCC begins phase two of MLS at home against DC United. Of course, last matchup against DC was a memorable one. Zach, you remember this? It was the city where Ron Yan said some weird shit about slavery, and we never quite had that explained. <clears throat> what do you think Ron said? I don't know, but from the sound of it, every city might be the city Ron said. Something <laughs> racist. Yeah, that's true. But since we're not doing headlines this week, I thought we should do a headline, an overarching headline to describe the entire game. Zach, were you able to come up with... No, psych, were you able to find a headline today (laughs) 
from one of the yeah, main outlets. I was. This is a local Enquirer one. Wake up, idiots. Expert reminds FCC fan not to, not to be happy when their team, literally the worst team in MLS history, earns a point. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I didn't expect something so harsh from Pat, but he gives us the goods, so we got to give it right back to him. How about you, Nick? What did you find? You actually found two headlines. Uh, Jesus. So yeah, I mean, this was uh, some some pretty hot uh, pretty hot uh, articles out there. Uh, the Wyoming Ruse. Had one about uh, ESPN's new uh, service. That it's a sick deal. ESPN to offer new streaming service, COVID Plus, for blacked out games that no one is allowed to attend. First month's promotion code, pandemic. <laughs> that was a very Nick Nick headline. You see, I like the- this this is thing. This is the thing, folks. Like uh, whenever Zach or Jonah say that's a very Nick headline, what they're saying is. That's a really horribly <laughs> stupid headline. <laughs> so I liked I, the promo code. You took me on a ride I wasn't expecting, yeah. but you said you found one other one. Well, this is the one actually that uh, Matt Bruce sent over to me from the Idaho Potato. He's a frequent reader of that, um, and that is <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. FCC fires up park bus against DC and roll down the field in neutral. <laughs> No, that's a big headline. The other one was a little more worldly. If we're doing two, then I read this one in the uh, the Ottawa Courier. Pride Norton members arrested for egging Amy Acton's house after fans not allowed in Nippert. <laughs> the rowdy Norton bunch, I had no idea. Gets crazy in the burbs. There was one last headline, I found this. It was in the DC Times. I guess Washington Post is a real paper. <laughs> Too late. The DC Times, it's only one of the three most uh, famous papers in America. MLS Phase 2 is for the birds. Cincy's avian collective rejoice after nil-nil draw ends without threat of Waston PK. Must be a lag in the internet. (laughs) Nick, you see the birds don't have to worry about Waston's ball hitting him. The Avian Collective, Nick, they rejoiced. Yeah, well, it's funny you brought up the Washington Post because I actually did just come across because um, I'm, I'm googling, <laughs> I'm googling articles right now as we're doing this. Weirdly enough, um, it's from the Washington Post and it says FCC hits post against Washington team. I shouldn't have thrown, I shouldn't have thrown that in there. <laughs> God, we were on such a high for a second. I'm so glad we're not like, doing headlines this week. I'm feeling sweaty. <laughs> I am because this room is incredibly hot. Starting yeah, lineup brought to you by Tide. Literally, it's on this thing I, I screenshotted. Uh, TT, Deplom, Waston, Pedersen, Gutman, Kubo, Stanko, Amaya, Jao, De Jong, Lakadia, Harris, Madunianin. Nowhere to be seen. Several players unavailable, including Harris, who had a baby. Zach, did you hear this? This is not a joke. He named his baby Benjamin. I was asking Mayor, is that too much of a mouthful? Benjamin Madunianin. It is. And it was too much of a mouthful for uh, old Tommy G. Called him Benjamin. <laughs> this guy's got Germany on the brain. FCC till he dies. Also, not Deplan, not Deplan. He's going hard in the paint for Deplan. I'm not stopping to correct himself. To plan. I'm sorry. To plan. I think it was the first game. Uh, the guy who does Fox Sports, like the first game last year, was like, "It is to plan." We asked him. We like he made a point that they 
double checked because the plan didn't seem right. What does Tommy G know that we don't know? That's the question I have. But uh, come um, on. he knows how to put me to sleep, telling his <laughs> god awful anecdotes the whole fucking game. Yeah, I really want to hear more about how him and McCloskey were separated. He only brought that up ten times. He did, but then when they were at their halftime, and then after the game, they were in the same booth. I was very confused. What happened to the rules? Did you notice that? Yes, they were hardly even six feet. Like, well, all right, the game started, so we're talking more. Anyways, uh, beyond him, it was an MLS's back tinged lineup. Lacadia starting. How excited are you to finally see him at the nip? Yeah, I was. I was excited because I, I. I think Jap or Yap said uh, earlier this week. <laughs> All right. Said earlier this week that uh, that Lacati was looking like fresh. He was looking good. He was looking healthy. So I was kind of expecting a, a stronger performance, uh, obviously, than what happened last game. So definitely excited to see him. And I was actually excited to see Sam Dion because I, I thought maybe he uh, in his last game he kind of came to came to light a little bit and was hoping that he was going to produce some magic and uh, didn't really see too much. But I was excited. <laughs> I think I looked at the MLS stats. He had like seven uh, touches yeah, in the first sounds, half. So. Sounds right. DC pressed early on. FCC could not do anything much oh, with the ball. Uh, but Zach, I won't give Nick the first chance at this one. Yes. First half. Gootman. Huh? What happened to Nick's BFF? <laughs> I don't know. Nick wasn't texting with us, so we couldn't really burn him like we wanted to. But uh... <laughs> He was hiding. <laughs> there was one. He like, I think he... He tackled the ball away and like started bursting upfield, had a heavy touch, chased after it. Then you see this crossfield passes on and he hits it with his left straight to DC United. That's when I'm like, Nick, come get your boy. <laughs> um, to be Jonah, fair, I just stared right into your eyes. It was awkward. <laughs> don't don't look at your phone. It's, uh, I have a Logitech. 920 it's a webcam um the thing about it is i guess he's supposed to be a defender first he is a fullback but i don't pay any attention to his defending so he might have had a decent game defending i don't really know but in the first half i was just looking for his passes he needed a few blatant giveaways it only takes a couple to stick in your mind nick uh does he still get to ride on your ship or did you kick him off boy life Raft. Yeah, he some real micro penis play out there from Gutman. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I think, I think it's the press. He he's a real dickhead. He couldn't <laughs> he couldn't handle the press. I think um, he he felt it looked like he was just so um, like flustered out there every time he got the ball. Like, um, and I I think honestly that's probably the weakness in his game is that if he has uh, a team pressing high on him, applying the pressure. He doesn't look as good as uh, as we've seen in the uh, MLS's back tournament. So I was not not impressed with him. But then again, I really don't know who I was really impressed with on our team in the first half. Uh, Joe Jow, probably. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Joe Jow. Also, I thought it was inappropriate when McCloskey said, <laughs> if Gutman put on a turtleneck, he'd look like a busted condom. Did you hear that, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded cute in his accent, but I thought it was, but uh, it was deserved. It was deserved. Oh, Goodman out there looks like a busted, looks like a busted condom if you put a, if you put a bloody, I already forget what it was, if you put a bloody turtleneck on him. I wanted to put up on Twitter, but I was kind of blasting Twitter with too much of 
pointless content. My whole notes from the whole game was uh, Gootman bad, Joe Jow first half, and then I had my Deckel Smash timestamp. Uh, Joe Jow, styling on him, Zach, huh? Joe Jow. It was uh, Joe Jow. They couldn't, they really couldn't contain him. And every time you think they got him boxed in, he just spun out. It was fucking incredible. Uh, he didn't get as much love. I know I'm not skipping ahead really, but first half, first 20 minutes or say we didn't get any anything in the game, and we kind of got a foothold eventually. And DC didn't really have anything. They hit the post that one time, but it didn't really seem that close. And after that, they didn't really do much of anything. Not that we did either. I don't think we had any legit chances in the first half. But Joe Jow. Then at halftime, Knicks. That's true. Near post. There was nobody coming in the box to help him. So. Frank, Frankie also had a chance too to went just, just wide. That's true. But uh, you know, before we move on, the first half it was not fun to watch at all. Like it, there was nothing pretty about it, obviously. But what I will say is that you know it it looked like a departure from what we had been doing with the the bunker ball style soccer. I mean, we were trying to occupy more of our defensive third all the way up into the midfield, and we were trying to move the ball. And like you know, it wasn't extremely successful, but. You, you, like you said, Jonah, DC United didn't really, really pose much of a threat. I mean, their threat was literally just sending in long balls and, and, and free kicks. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's the big takeaway for me is although nothing happened for us offensively, we were still able to maintain our own back in our defensive third. And I'm still living off of uh, used to us getting dominated and that Columbus crew game still haunting me somewhat. So I was like, oh, yeah, clean sheet at halftime. Like I wasn't even it was boring, but I wasn't even concerned that we were not doing anything ourselves because I'm still on that. Like, hey, we're not losing. We're winning. We had our waves of attack. Nothing too substantial, but. About 15, 20 minutes in, we started. I thought we started looking pretty good and stringing passes. Uh, Gutman made it down the left a handful of times, and uh, Joe Jow styling on him. I don't know. Not amazing, but no. And uh, we built off that in the second half, and I think one of the main reasons was uh, Nick's fucking lover boy, Sem Deong. <laughs> They're very vague. They're like, uh, hit his leg. <laughs> He's out for the half. But it was fine with me because Alan Cruz, the bane of Yap Stom's existence, enters the game a healthy scratch to start i mean i know sim Deong is like the known commodity but like give alan cruz some love and i thought right away alan cruz was the spark that we needed the joy it was like having sim Deong in there if he was fast and uh that was nice to see yeah he's still good i mean he was like our best player last year um katia got on to multiple through balls there um you know, there was a one he was just out there all alone. Did Alan I think Cruz one play was from Frankie? Then the the ball of balls later in the game was from Cruz. But uh, yeah, he had a lot of energy out there, and he looked very healthy. Another powerful sub came in. Nick, talk about he's a mirror image of you out there at the Western Sports Mall. Reggaeton. He looks like super sub might be the role that he's destined for because he came in. He wanted every single ball. He was calling for every ball, and then when he got it, he was making moves, baby. Making yeah, he moves. he was. He had a real nice uh, one-two with Lacadia that set Lacadia up for a shot, um, and that's the type of ticky-tack type of stuff that we need to get going on the top of the uh, the box of uh, opposing uh, third of the field. So yeah, he was definitely bringing the the sense of urgency that we need. Uh, kind of like what Joe Jow was the only one really doing that in the first half. So you add a uh, cruise in the midfield, and then you add. Um, Obviously, uh, reggaeton, and uh, he's he's changing the pace of the game. I think that's 
I think the Cruz thing, though, honestly, is what, what was the game changer there because of the fact that in the first half it was D.C. United kind of had the prominent midfield, where in the second half with Cruz in, it seemed as though that was now we staked that claim in the midfield and we were able to build a lot more. So really a tale of two halves, two mm. midfield halves, I guess you could say. There had to be one or two, but I don't remember any D.C. United good chances in the second half. I might be blocking them out, but we seemed definitely the better of the two teams. And if you had to pick one to come out on top, you would have picked us. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And it came oh so close. As we said, Alan Cruz with a beautiful through ball to Lacadia streaking down the right side. It's him versus the keeper. He's looking down the barrel of a gun. He plays it across the goal and it hits the inside of the post enough to bang all the way straight back the way that he kicked it, but not enough to bounce in the goal. Zach, do you think he was going to score before he put his foot through the ball? Yes or no? No, I did. <laughs> in my head, he was about to blast it straight into the keeper. Then once he beat him in that split second, I certainly thought it was in. It's a little strange that it seems like a worse shot having beaten the keeper. Like, you see those, it happens all the time, where they have a shot and the keeper, I don't know, gets a leg on it or something. You don't think as much. But the fact that, like, it did go by him and it looked like it had the whole goal and then it hits the post, then you're like, oh. I mean, it wasn't like he missed a sitter or anything. But, uh, yeah, I was down on my knees in front of the TV as it hit the post and uh, a loud clap and then a loud cry. Nick, what about you? Yeah, excellent ball. you feeling ball, confident? Excellent ball from Cruz. I mean, and, and also uh, kudos to Lacadia making that run, slipping in behind the uh, the backs there um, into that open space. Um, but I think what happened was, I think his first touch failed him a little bit, and I think he had to readjust. I mean, he still got the shot off. He still got to pass the keeper. But had he had a cleaner first touch, uh, I think that that was maybe <laughs> a certain goal for sure. But um, he did the best with what he had and just very unfortunate. And we never we got one more good chance, and uh, well, I'm not gonna say good chance, but it was from reggaeton, dribbling, stepping over to his heart content, took it all the way to the end line, somehow tried to score <laughs> with his right foot from behind the goal, and just kind of sailed it to nobody, and it was like adorable. And uh, but I still love to see it from him. He's not afraid. He's gonna do his thing no matter what. Zach, you made a noise. No, I was just laughing about him trying to score from behind the goal. <laughs> It I mean, was there wasn't. I rewatched. There wasn't like an obvious pass, but no, uh, there wasn't. I think he was maybe just trying to like blast it off of any defender and hit and hope type of situation. Uh, we end with the tie. I was a little sad in the moment because we were so close to the goal, and I thought we were the better team on the whole. The micro penis tip hole. Nick, were you while being upset that we didn't get the win? Were you satisfied with the progress in the one point? Yeah, and I, I think that there is some real, you know, legitimacy to people saying that wasn't a very pretty game because it, it really wasn't. But I think overall, like the thirty thousand foot perspective here is that we weren't playing the MLS's back bunker ball. I mean, we were occupying the field. We were getting some movement in the second half. We were, like I said, dominating the midfield. Um, had some really good chances in the second half, and I think that's that's a, it's a stride forward. Um, it's a little bit like growing pains. I mean, it's not very um, wonderful, beautiful soccer to watch, but at the same time, it's it's a team that's finding themselves and finding how to play with a new coach and almost getting three points. So, I mean, obviously I don't want this to continue like this. I want to start getting the points, but um, I'm taking it away as a, as a positive. Yeah, no, I agree with Nick. I, uh, I'd rate it as decent, and, um, you know, you got to be happy with a draw. We were literally the worst team in history. 
I'll take a draw. If we played the whole first half like the second half, I don't think it was that ugly of a game. Plus, I think we've been so focused, not we, but like the team is so focused on shoring up the defense that sometimes they get up top and they look a little bit not lost, but like, uh oh, we're playing offense now. What do we do here, baby? A couple guys being in the same spot. We look better when we're making those moves on the move, like the ball to Lacadia. But when we're just kind of up around the box, not everybody looks like they know exactly what to do with each other. Jen, I will say that Boston looked pretty good to me last night. I think he his field positioning, <clears throat> he was always in the channels that DC was trying to play a ball through. I mean, for the most part, our 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 back line looked looked a lot more confident and and it, like I said, in better field positions and and Waston for sure, just kind of, you know, taking the taking charge back there um, alongside TT. So I'm I'm was pretty impressed with uh, with his uh, performance last night for the most part. Yeah, there weren't really any dicey moments with them that I can remember. And as usual, he won every ball in the air. Yeah, which is great. We move on quickly. Next game is Tuesday in Chicago. Zach predictions next week Chicago. I know we had a prediction episode. Yeah, I wasn't on it, but. Uh... <laughs> oh shit. Two nothing, FCC. Nick, how you feeling? One one tie. Yeah, you son of a bitch. But let's move on. Instead of headlines, they made a lot of movies over the course of the history of movies. <laughs> and they're all about FCC this week. It's a new segment called They Made a Movie, made a about. movie about. Nick, you know the game. Usually it's used to make fun of somebody. We used to do it back in the day, I remember junior high. They made a movie about blank penis it's called eight millimeter etc etc but we've moved on we're more pc we're more cultured so all of these will be very very pleasant i'm sure nick were you able to come up with any movie headlines we don't have to pretend that they're from the idaho amc theater okay these are straight from our brain how did you end up doing yeah um did did see that they're, they're actually in right now in production of this caleb stanko movie and it's regarding his performance last night um and the movie's called la la land <laughs> uh well I'll, I'll go next because speaking of him they made a movie about caleb stanko's game face it's called eternal sunshine of the spotless mind <laughs> i think i actually had a meaner one than that and i was like i'll go <laughs> like well, how about you I gotta say before um, before I get into mine, Please. you know, I was I was feeling pretty happy about the game until I learned on the internet that I shouldn't be, and it was actually really depressing to watch. So, <laughs> turns out all the movies about the game are all pretty sad. But uh, I guess I should start with they made they did make a movie about Friday Night Starting Eleven. It's uh, called Schindler's List. <laughs> when you're sad, you're sad. Uh, I have a much more PC version of that. I don't know if you guys saw this movie. Uh, it's streaming on Hulu. They made a movie about DC United and their coach after the game last year. It's called 12 Angry Men. Zach, did you catch that? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Nick, how about you? What you got for us? Yeah, uh, apparently uh, Lakati's first half performance um, warranted a movie to be made for him. Oh. Uh, apparently it's going to be called The Invisible Man. <laughs> That's funny you should say that, Zach. I, I have to say this to piggyback off Nick's. They made a movie about Loka's gait. They made a movie about the way he runs. It's called Dead Man Walking. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It's a classic. <laughs> Zach, Zach, yeah, you got another well, one that's a real tearjerker, yeah, I heard. Another tearjerker. Um, 
This is a movie about um, <clears throat> Sam DeYoung starting over Cruise. It was called, I don't know if you've seen Sophie's Choice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you gotta pick. You gotta pick. How about you, Nick? Anything as sad as Sophie's Choice? Well, well, you know, at the 35-minute mark, uh, Akadia came in pretty hard down the flank there. Um, yeah. Just really kind of bullied somebody into the fucking dirt. And, uh, yeah, apparently they're they're making a movie called Murderball. <laughs> I like the way you frame them all. Oh, apparently they're in the apparently, pre-production. Apparently they're going back in time and they're making this uh, I mean, Loka's just all over the place in Hollywood right now because they're making a movie about Loka shooting. It's called Into the Wild. You guys see that one? It's based on a true story. Yeah, no, I've seen that too. That's that's another sad one, actually. But uh, they did make a movie about our defense, how they swarmed the ball in the second half. It's called My Girl. <laughs> that was that had tinges of headline. <laughs> With the pun. Uh, Nick, does Macaulay Culkin die in year one? <laughs> he does die in a few movies, doesn't he? Yes. Go ahead, Nick. Yes, he, he dies. Um, the good son. <laughs> but it's from an allergy of eating <clears throat> Swedish fish. Uh, yeah, so Gresselman for DC United uh, had a free kick. Did you call him Gresselman? That, uh, that, that, that <laughs> sailed over the goal, if you remember. And uh, it's a movie called One Flew Over TT's Nest. We're changing titles now. <laughs> I broke the rules. We're, get, we're getting headlined. Also, what's his name? Gresselman? Is it, Gre- <laughs> it's just is it, is it Gresselman? It's just Gressel. Oh, no, it's, it's not. Is it Gressel? Yeah, it's Julian yeah. Gressel. Oh, fuck. Whatever. Gresselman. This is another, gosh, this is another tearjerker. Uh, they made a movie about uh, dropping De Jong at halftime. It's called Old Yeller. <laughs> Not enough tissues in the world for these movies. Um, this one, <clears throat> it's an Oscar winner. They made a movie about reggaeton. Oh, this made a movie about telling reggaeton to pass it in the final third. It's called Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want to do it, guys. Doesn't want to do it. They did make a. Gosh, this one really <clears throat> brought me to tears too. They um, made this movie about FC Cincinnati's meteoric rise in Orlando, and then. Unprecedented collapse at Nippert. Yeah, it's, it's called Awakenings. <laughs> Did, I don't remember what happened in Awakenings. That the guy was in a coma. Um, it's like reverse Awakenings almost. If you think about it. No, well, see so what happens <laughs> in Awakenings is uh, is it Robin Williams is the doctor, right? Um, oh, he's does able he kill to, one of them? He gives De Niro this treatment, then he's able to like walk and dance with his daughter, and then um, it just stops working and he regresses. Back. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Could be more of those. Uh, here, let me get a bad one out of the way. I mean, it's a good movie, but they made a movie about TT playing every ball short to Waston. It's called Stand By Me. <laughs> it's very thick, very literal. Yeah, did Nick text you that one? <laughs> they did, yeah, uh, Nick yeah, sent me this one. Um, <laughs> they did make a movie about Frankie Amaya. It's called <laughs> Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> I looked at that one. I almost used that. That's weird. Maybe you have I sent, another one? I sent myself this one, actually. Um, <laughs> it's uh, about Adri- Adrian Rigatone's uh, free kick he had there. Uh, Pixar's making a movie called Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like where your head's at. Uh, this one, uh, not really game-related, but team-related. Uh, this is a pretty sad one, too. I don't know if you've guys seen it. <clears throat> this movie they made about um, FC Cincinnati cutting out <laughs> Kakuta Mane and Fatai Lashe. It's called Revolutionary Road. <laughs> I feel like the Venn diagram of KLR and Revolutionary Road might be small, but yeah. I get it. I'm disturbed. Uh, let's take it on a more positive route. Jeez, they made. <laughs> you alright? I'm good. <laughs> Some would say their tenure at SEC was aborted too quickly. I would agree. <laughs> um, they made a movie about Frankie's poison maturity out there. It's called 13 Going on 30. Guys, have you seen that one? <laughs> and before before I let anyone else go, there's. There's another movie about Frankie. They made a movie about uh, some of Frankie's fades. You guys see this? Frankie's fades. Um, it's called West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the West Side, Liz Summers' least favorite side. There's another sad one about <clears throat> Frankie Amaya. I don't really know the plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's called Boys Don't Cry. <laughs> I don't think uh, I'm doing this right. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> nailed it. Nick, do you have any more for us? Uh, yeah. Um, going off <coughs> of um, Tom uh, Gelhalter's uh, <laughs> issue of being so uh, far away from McCloskey, apparently they're making a movie called Eight Mile. <laughs> I'm at the bottom of the barrel, folks. <laughs> I am scraping this with my fingernails. No, that's good. Oh, I don't know if you saw this. This is. This movie's coming out soon. Uh, they put a camera on Joe Zhao for the entire game. Just on Joe Zhao. And I got a copy of it. They're calling it Uncut Gems, guys. <laughs> just, just the raw Joe Zhao feed. There's another it. tearjerker. Um, it was a sad game. Yeah, they made this about <clears throat> Lacadia's shot, whacking the post. It's called Brian's Song. <laughs> <laughs> Before, you were doing it right. Uh, I heard uh, Nick heard they were making a movie. It must have been like one of those knockoffs in another country with the same title. But they made a movie about Ron taking the guys to the museum in D.C. last year, and then Ron giving a speech afterwards. It's called Pride and Prejudice. Is the internet lag getting you guys? <laughs> <laughs> the pride was the museum. The prejudice was the speech. I got one more movie that I just read about in Variety. They made a movie about Joe Zhao in the middle of a breakaway, finding out we're signing a new winger. It's called Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick, anything else before we move along? Well, there was that one little touch around the <clears throat> defender uh, that Joe Zhao had in the first half that uh, sparked some interest from Hollywood. Uh, apparently, they're <laughs> going to make a movie called You Got Served. <laughs> Said that with authority. Uh, they made a movie, if you recall. Uh, I think Yuya Kubo was going to take a corner, and they sent Gutman over there to take an in swinger with his left foot. Uh, they made a movie about that. It's uh, <clears throat> Pirates of the Caribbean 2. <laughs> I was waiting for the tag, the, the, the subtitle. <laughs> What's the name of it? <laughs> Dead Man's Chest? 
This isn't a he uh, a movie, but do you think Loka's gait <clears throat> looks a little bit like if uh, you stretched Kenny Walker's body vertically a little bit? <laughs> it's like I, short short I steps on his toes. I forgot he was the original gate that we talked about. It's Kenny Walker's one. It's all yeah. He was the original gate gate. That's what we're calling it, right? Too Heaven's late. Late on Saturday. <clears throat> I was trying to think of a really like sad bad movie for uh, when I saw Gootman going to take that kick. I was like, oh hell yeah, Kubo's gonna strike this beautifully, and I was like, oh god, it's fucking first first defender, Gootman back up to it. They made a movie about him uh, taking that second corner kick. It's called United 93. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've seen that one. I remember when I saw the preview for that movie in the theater. It's like it was like it ended and went quiet. So much like, <gasps> boo! boo! <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess. I was like, I'm not sure. Is this tasteless? I guess. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> anyone got any more movies before we move on to the man of the week? Yeah, they did. They made a movie about, um, I don't know if you remember, DC United. They had a chance in the first half. Um, I don't know if it was off a corner, and they headed it just over. I don't understand any reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I enjoyed the theme, though. Those movies put me in the same mood as that game did. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. No, I'm good. Sleepy. Okay. Uh, it's time for FCC man! of the week. This week's man of the week gets a five thousand dollar gift card. Little Caesars KLR's designated pizza. We have three D P spots. <laughs> we have three D P spots, but we only want to use one. <laughs> Little Caesars, the designated pizza. Nick, sorry, can't be Gootman. I'm. It's officially. I'm ruling him out. Who are you picking as your man of the week? Uh, well, I think I'm going to have the obvious choice here for, uh, since, especially since we're going for peace blots. It's definitely, definitely going to be Joe Wow Jow last night. <laughs> Loved that headline. <laughs> uh, uh, to Zach, me, for me, it's between Joe Jow and Alan Cruz, because Cruz was uh, the game changer in the second half. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it to Alan Cruz. Oh, baby. I think they learned their lesson a little bit. The theater is a little more ball denial for Joe Jow. He didn't get as involved in the first half. Honestly, I thought they could have forced it to him a little more. They got to force it to him and Lakati more. Cruz was great. He did have that beautiful near, should have been, assist and some other moments. But uh, I feel like Joe Jow might have gotten it in one of the MLS's back games. But we'll give it to him again. Joe Jow, you're officially the Little Caesars FCC KLR designated pizza man of the week. And uh, if you want to collect your $5,000 gift card to Little Caesars, which somehow gets you 4,000 pizzas, I don't know how that works out. Anytime, anytime, anytime. What a week. All right, let's quickly play... Are you in or are you out? Kakutamane to New England for an international spot. Fatai Lashe to Columbus for a second-round pick and to silence his views. Zach Kakutamane and Fatai gone. How's it feel? Yeah, and... um. I like both of them, so I don't know what the plan is, really, but uh, I mean, I know the rumors, but I like both. I was pretty sad about it, to be honest. Kakuta seems like the nicest guy in the world, based on what little I know about him. Nick, um, Kakuta played some impactful minutes at MLS's back, but uh, looks like he could be replaced anyways. 
And Fatai looks like there was one too many midfielders for him. But uh, how you feel about these guys shipping off? Yeah, Kakuda, that one hurts a little bit. I mean, Fatai, for me, never really, I, I don't know, I never really thought that he was bringing a lot of impactful moments, to use your word, to FCC. But um, I know he's, he's a great player, but I, I just, Kakuda was, was the man that was, you know, bringing some real sparks offensively. So that, that kind of hurts. I, I wish him well. I wish he can find success somewhere else. Um, but um, I, I, hope, I, hope we're, uh, I hope we got somebody good lined up. Well, we do have one lined up because in comes South African, comma, hello, Mokojo, or as we're going to call him, Mocha Joe. He goes by the name of Mocha Joe. A 29-year-old South, that's not going to stick. A 29-year-old South African who last played for Brentford in the championship. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Perfecto. But if healthy, he looks to be Caleb Stanko's new nemesis. Zach, South African fans, they really like South African players going hard in the comments. I know you don't have Facebook, but were you able you saw those comments I posted. They were loving the signing. Are you loving it as much? Um, <clears throat> Sure. I never heard of him, and I didn't look anything up. But yeah. Did you see his sure. interview with uh, Steck? No. I okay. probably shouldn't be on a FCC podcast. <laughs> You're just so upset about the tie. Nick, did you see any of the any of the stuff about our new man, Kamahelo Mokacho? Yeah, Mocacho. yeah. He seems like he's a pretty, uh, like, just on a very, like, like a personality level, he seems like he's very uh, lighthearted, um, just very positive. Which is kind of uh, something that kind of goes under the radar when you're trying to bring people onto a team is the type of uh, per- person that they are. So I think that's a plus in itself. And then I've heard, I've been hearing a lot about his passing accuracy, his vision in the midfield. So, you know, I hear things like that. I get really excited. I know there's been some comparisons between him and Nagby. Um, I don't know if those are warranted or not, but, but if he is uh, even close to, uh, you know, Nagby's level in terms of vision and, and the types of balls he passes, then then fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. But uh, if he's good, that's all that matters. And I welcome the South African fans. Uh, there was about 200 comments from South African fans on the FCC Facebook post and on the Twitter post. Everything is like, why haven't you made a statue for this guy yet? So I made a tweet specifically where I mocked up a, a bad-looking statue and had a South African flag, and I released it at 5.30 in the morning, which would have been like 12.30 or 11.30 in South Africa. I was waiting for the South African likes to pour in. Nope, just a lot of white FCC fans. <laughs> it's like, where'd you guys hiding? Okay, you were dominating social media, so don't forget, I'm the podcast. I've always been a fan of Kamo Hello Mokocho, and I will be till the day I die. Mokocho. Another possibility is Alvaro Barriel, a boyish-looking 20-year-old winger playing for Velez in Argentina's first division. Zach, a 20-year-old Argentinian winger. Is this real life? <laughs> pinch me fcc (laughs) what is this young manu zach what are you thinking huh is this real i mean it seems like it is i'm just gonna keep saying that zach is (laughs) yeah for sure you excited that the idea of uh, finally getting a south american who didn't play for pecchuola yeah that is bizarre (laughs) <laughs> That's uh, Nick, soccer guy uh, <laughs> You excited for the possibility Of a young South American On FCC's roster? Yeah, like I was telling uh, Kevin uh, From Kevin's uh, MLS Minute About a week ago That FC Cincinnati was the only team That didn't have a South American player On the team And uh, for us to finally get a little bit of that flair 
Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, you know, it's just Argentines, man. It's in their blood. They're going to come. They're going to be fast. They're going to be furious. They're going to be tenacious. I mean, what's not to love about somebody you've never seen play, you know? <laughs> they made a movie about them. It's called Fast and Furious 10, Tenacious. I, th- I thought uh, it was called Catch Me If You Can. You can't. But Zach, of the two signings, one real and one being fake, who are you more excited about, uh, Kamahelo Mocha Joe or Avaro Bariel? Can you even pick? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the beauty for FCC fans is we don't have to. We don't right? have to pick. We can have it all. It seems like we are. Everything but a goal from Lacadia. Nick, are you excited? The future. It looks it's looking bright. Mocha Joe and Bariel. We're making moves, baby. Yeah, we are. And I think I'm 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 more excited probably for Mocha Joe. Um uh and, and I think because it's sticking. He's got a, he's got a little bit of the experience, um, which uh, the young Argentine um, doesn't have as as much, um, and I think that brings a lot to the game. But you know, if this if this kid comes in and he just comes in heavy, comes in hard, and grows mm-hmm. with us with our team, mm-hmm. I mean that would be that would be wonderful. But uh, I don't know. I think I think we need I think we need somebody like Barriel more than we do another midfield type player but if if uh mocha can play like they say he can play then big things man (laughs) big things if he can be harris but fast oh baby i mean harris misses one game i forget he exists and (laughs) we don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about covering for him but uh i'm also excited that it appears the mario goatsa thing is dead because the more i was thinking about it i know it sounds stupid of me and obviously if he was on the team i would talk myself into it in one second and be like oh baby but uh i was not very jazzed about the idea of paying millions and millions me personally because it comes out of my bank account paying millions for a guy who um hasn't done anything in the last three three to four years am i crazy am i crazy am i talking out of school i don't think you are i think you brought that point up to me and zach before and i think that that's i think that's very logical because i think that you know fcc we're at the point where we're rebuilding we're trying to find a like team chemistry still to a degree under a new coach so you know one player uh you know does make a difference but is it going to make a difference in our case right i mean i think your point was that money can be allocated to more um, not as high paid players, but you know the more players we have of quality, the more instrumental we can be on the field. So I think that that is a legitimate point, man. Agree. Nailed it, Mocha Joe. Um, all right. Well, things are happening. Two guys out. Looks like two guys coming in. <sighs> man, like I mentioned before, Kevin was press credential. Credentialed for the post and was press box near KLR foil. Pat Brennan, 2020's two, truly, truly the greatest year. What's it got for us? Let's find out. It's a brand new. Starts right now. I'm not sure if this happens if you follow other leagues, but goddamn, does MLS love the fact that Alfonso Davies just won the Champions League with Bayern Munich. He is the first player to win the Champions League going from MLS to Europe, and he's Canadian, so who cares? In much more interesting news, Real Salt Lake beat Colorado 4-1. to Give me that over a Champions League final any day. Pitti Martinez decided to show up and helped Atlanta beat Nashville 2-1. to He scored both goals. 
MLS. MLS must have paid the refs to fix El Trafico because the Galaxy won two to nothing. I guess they had to keep it from getting too one-sided. And despite having literally 2,000 more days to prepare for their MLS debut season, Miami finally gets their first win in six tries, beating Orlando three to two. Toronto beat Vancouver, Red Bulls beat City, Columbus beat Chicago, Chicago got COVID, Philly, New England drew, Kansas City over the Loons, COVID out. Oh, baby. Is it time for potpourri? Oh, baby. No, it's not fucking time for potpourri because we got a brand new segment. Joseph Mabray, I can't fucking speak. <clears throat> Saturday in the dark. Uh, Joseph Mamey is ready to take you on a journey, the likes of which I'm not prepared for. What's it all about? I don't even know, but it's here and it has a song. It's the Meme Police. Hit it. The Meme Police. And it's with Joseph Mamey. The Meme Police. Nobody knows what I'll say. The Meme Police. Why don't we start it right now? The Meme Police. Oh, wow. Atlanta United won a match. And suddenly, P.T. Martinez is the golden god, according to hashtag Unite and Conquer Twitter. I should give them a break, though. They've been bad for about five whole minutes, so it was about time they broke the curse and got back on top. The main voice! FC Dallas and Nashville SC had a weather delay this week that halted their start time until past midnight. Meanwhile, the FC Dallas admin posted crying Jordan memes, Stephen A. Smith clips, emotional Drake clips, that old David Blaine parody video but they had Taylor Twelman's face motion tracked onto someone else's face shouting, Jesus, Jesus. And it really makes me wonder what being a social media admin is really all about. And if you're listening, clean your damn MacBook, please. It's so bad. The Jürgen Lacadia deleted his Instagram. Just, just take some time today to tell a loved one how much you care about them. Because one day you might not have the chance. The Frankie Fades is back at it. Out of the bubble and into your condo. Frankie hooked up Alan Cruz and Tommy McCabe this week, and I just want to know when's my turn. The Sim De Young plays Fall Guys. If anyone knows who I gotta talk to to set up a Fall Guys stream QA with Sim, please hit me up. The Saturday, I booted up Flight Simulator to pretend to fly our newest signing, Alvaro Barial from Argentina to Cincinnati. And it turns out, if you fast forward a ton, it's only a three-hour flight. Twitter says I had about 700 viewers. I'm thinking it was more like seven. Don't worry, though. We only went upside down one time. The Boys! We are now the official club of South Africa. I think it's because of Alan Koch. The Boys! We got what seems to be our first look at work being done by our new analytics guy, Alexander Schramm. FCC tweeted out a graphic that put Camo's stats up against the MLS as well as the championship. And wow, did we make Camo seem like a god with that bar graph. Shrem, hit me up. Let's talk data. The main voice. Tommy G mentioned social distancing about 23 times in the broadcast. The main voice. The bold kit looked great. Everyone loves it now. I was right. The heritage kit has always been nothing but a see-through sheer shawl that gets soaked. If only those terrible Adidas stripes weren't so prevalent. Not everyone prefers the bold kit now, though. Frankie Amaya's dad quickly dropped a like on this tweet from at Turpentine that said, If you can't see my nipples, is it really match day? The Meme Police! Wow, Zach, Meme Police, first segment. All we know about it so far is the song, and we can't argue with that, can we? <clears throat> All cops, Jonah. <laughs> All cops. Even the Meme Police. Nick, are you excited for another segment sound? I am. I really enjoyed the song that you sent over earlier. Um, 
little sharp in some of your notes, but you know, hey, it's not that bad boy's been auto tuned since then. That was <laughs> that was the straight rough draft, baby. Uh, let's move on to Opori. Can make it brief. I don't really have anything to say, Zach. What's been new in your life? <laughs> It's all the same. <laughs> oh Lord, Jonah, do you need a drink of water? Your your tongue is twisted Dude, left I and right, bro. Cannot, well, not my tongue. I keep fucking <clears throat> need to clear my throat. A little extra editing, but, but sorry. Go ahead, Zach. You claim you have life on a Saturday. Whatever. Um, no, we started the pod too late, so I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> In theory, it would have ended what ten minutes ago. Yep. If we started directly on time. So really, no excuses. Uh, Nick, um, how about you? Oh, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'm going to quit my job. It's very exciting. The final straw was my coworker greeting customers with his Trump 2020 face mask on. So I'm just truly embarrassed and can't work there anymore. <laughs> uh, what's new with uh, your interview you had? I go back. Tuesday for my face-to-face. They'll give it to me. Uh, Nick, how about you? Are you still studying to be a psychoanalyst? <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, the semester starts this week. I have two more semesters, and then I officially graduate <clears throat> with a <throat> master's degree that won't help me get a job, most likely. So. <laughs> You're going to stay in the electric field, but just have this degree to put on your wall? Yeah, I'm going to take electricians back into the corner and, and do a psychodynamic uh, analysis on, on them. And uh, yeah, I, no, I, I don't know what really lies ahead for me. I'm just uh, I'm going to get through it. I've invested too much uh, money and time. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to ride it out. And um, yeah, looking for some of that uh, money from some of our sponsorship to come pouring through for, through this podcast so I can pay off the school debt. And uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Direct deposit, right? I've been waiting. I use all the money directly into the overhead of the site. I'm thinking about host, I'm thinking about hosting hosting. Yeah, sure, hosting a weekly video series. It'll be the knifey news. Do I spell news with a K? <laughs> I think I will. Uh, yeah, so I just need one more K word to make it <laughs> Nick acceptable. <laughs> knifey news night. Is that what you wanted me to call it, Nick? Unbelievable. Yeah, Fatai got traded, and I just got sent this gif of balloons from Nick. <laughs> he's like, he's like, should have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on a group chat with uh, the Dave Flexner seal of approval. Wonder what that guy's thinking. Remember him? <laughs> he's like, man, that wasn't worth that tweet. <laughs> really, wasn't worth it. Kind of want to see this new stadium. Why did I tweet that? Oh yeah, I'm a racist. That's why I tweeted that. Saturday, guys. It's a, it's a real vibe, isn't it? Uh, how was the game in Nipper? I thought the piped-in sound didn't seem very weird. I don't know if it's because it was FCC-specific chance, but like the ambiance seemed relatively similar. Am I crazy, Zach? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? No, you're not. And it was a real <laughs> banner showcase out there. I think I had six uh, basement-created banners. And, um, he did. I think there was maybe four four in a row it was like your own gallery but never enough never enough nick how about you the the ambiance at the nip was it acceptable on tv yeah the banners actually that was a really good call on all the supporter groups to to put that up and uh was definitely looking for yours and especially your lakati one which i think in earlier photos like before the game started i didn't see it and i was bummed but during the game there it was right behind the goal so um it's probably my favorite banner 
that you've made. So uh, was was happy to see it. I was googling the other day, like after what Tom Brenneman said. I'm not gonna miss Mister Negativity. Chris Welsh is the one who's like breathing a sigh of relief. Like, what was Chris Welsh saying to Tom Brenneman right before they came back in air? I'm sure he wasn't like, Tom, geez, wow, what are these words? I'm sure Chris Welsh was fucking getting in on too. Zach, you going to miss Tom Brenneman? No, I've been <clears throat> wishing death upon him for quite a long time. He's been on air complaining about in this world of PC, this or that. Like, I think when like a manager called one of their players like a fucking bitch for crying or something like that. And he was like defending him. I forget. Anyway, known yeah. scum. <laughs> <laughs> He's very Weasley. Uh- Marty Brenneman, I think had a, I had a statement came out and I think like his, the main takeaway from that article was, Oh, a hot mic can be uh, your worst enemy. <laughs> Let's not, uh, address the actual wrongdoing of your son let's uh let's blame the microphone so that was fun his his other worst enemy a hot mic m-i-k-e <laughs> <laughs> hot mic zach final thoughts what a week what a week what are we gonna do tuesday game do we just fucking cycle it all the way through until um the next monday or do we no, get, no. get emergency see. on it Oh, jeez. I don't know. Sorry, a lot to think about right now, but just give a final thought related to soccer. How about that? Uh, decent game. Yeah, it's okay to be happy, even though I'm always sad. <laughs> and we play home August 29th, so there's two games before next Monday. Wow. I'm trying to get this kid ready for his school supposed to start on next <clears throat> Monday, so I'm kind of stressed. Um, don't take him in. You'll be the only one there. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> Things are happening. School's coming back. Oh, just a podcast of parents. Since see Baby Talk will be returning with that. Up until now, I've just been ignoring him. My final thoughts. Tie game. Sure. MLS is back. Phase two. Oh, man. I'm loving it. Loving soccer. Loving everything. Oh, loving life. Loving Saturdays. And you know what? Next Saturday is a game. We'll have two games. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Amelia, what's good? Louisville never. Corbin Bones scored a brace for Louisville. He kissed the crest. Fuck you. Nick, final word? Mm. Fuck you. You. That was beautiful. How about you, Zach? That was was Nick. Okay. All right. As I echo into eternity. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.